0: Prepare to be captivated by the Business Story of the Week, hosted by me, Shaheen Shan. Join us on a journey through the twists and turns of entrepreneurial triumphs and setbacks. Immerse yourself in the narrative and witness the magic that turns dreams into reality. This is Business Story of the Week. All right, so welcome to Business Story of the Week. Today with us, we have a Colombian surgeon, Uh, who's practicing in the United States, I should say, a Harvard-trained plastic surgeon named Dr. John Mesa. John Mesa is a board-certified plastic surgeon cosmetic expert uh, with offices now in New York, New Jersey, and Miami. He's known as one of the foremost experts on a very specific niche type of surgery, that i think is very interesting because i always think it's very interesting how specialized medicine is dr john mesa welcome to the show
1: uh, thank you Shaheen, for inviting me to your amazing show
0: so tell us a little bit about your background and how you first got into medicine
1: i mean the main reason why i became interested in medicine is because i was very since i was early was passionate initially to architecture and then when I wanted to become an architect at my country, at that time it was there was a big depression, and my cousin who was an architect had to uh, went into bankruptcy, and she had to uh, change fields. I said I cannot go into architecture, so I chose uh, medicine because I like biology. And then when I was uh, studying medicine, I realized that you need to do specialty. And when I was looking around, cardiology, you know, the most. A common one dermatologist, I find out the plastic surgery was like being an architect of the body and the face. And I say, this is the best of both worlds. I can be an architect and doing medicine at the same time. That's why I became a plastic surgeon.
0: That's amazing. So, okay. So one obvious thing, I was just listening to a, a podcast the other day and we were, we, they were talking about, it was actually Joe Rogan's podcast. And Joe Rogan was, you know, he's one of the, the probably the biggest podcaster in the world, probably was responsible for the uptick in podcasting. And they were talking about people like Madonna, people like Michael Jackson. How is it, and I know there's a new Netflix show now uh, called Botched, where they talk about people that have had all these surgeries. How important is it that people find the right doctor? And also, how does that stuff happen? How do people go so overboard where they stop
1: looking better and start looking worse? i mean um, the issue is that plastic surgery is an art and it depends uh, significantly uh, on the on the capacity on the skills of the surgeon and also the professional and the ethical uh, values of the surgeon you know uh, and also plastic surgery is a business that generates revenue makes money to the surgeon so in order to have good results and natural results, you need to have a skill because anybody can get a scalpel and do surgery, but that doesn't mean that you're going to have automatic results or good results. So you need to find, usually uh, when you're looking for plastic surgery, you need to find somebody that is really good at it and it creates or delivers natural results. So now going about the overboard um, question is, it's like a two sides. One, some patients sometimes want a lot of procedures because they think that the more they do, the better they are going to look. And some, it's not always the truth. And that's where the professional uh, standards and the moral standards of the surgeon comes into a rule. But, and when me in this case, as a plastic surgeon, I say, look, no, you look okay. You cannot do more. It's very common, for example, lip injections. A lot of patients come, they want, women want lip injections to get, uh, their lips augmented, they look good, and they want more. And, I, and uh, most of the time, I told them, "No, you don't. I'm not going to do more because you're going to look overdone." But what is happening? Because it's a business. When you say no to a patient, it means that you are not generating that revenue. And unfortunately, there are other practitioners out there that they only care about doing money. So if you want, if this patient in particular wants more filler, then He or she will do the treatment. And if they come back for more, more, they do it because ultimately their goal is to have more, to make more money. And that's why there is a delicate balance into having the business of plastic surgery, produce natural results, and to be able to say no to a patient when they don't need it. Yeah, that's
0: got to be crazy. That's got to be a crazy feeling because you are somebody who spent your career, your life learning medicine, right? Do no Mm -hmm. harm, taking the medical oath. And Having somebody come in and having to weigh between, you know, financial enrichment and doing the right thing. And I know you're one of the few who has a strong line of moral ethics and that you're very focused on doing the right thing for the patient. But there's also like a business element of it where mm-hmm. if I were the doctor, I'd be like, man, you know, if I don't do it, they're just going to go next door to the guy next door and he's mm-hmm. going to give it to him. So maybe it's better if I do it for them. How, how do you balance that in in your in your business with
1: with what you do? I mean, and that is where it comes in in your values. I mean, my goal is not to make money. My goal is to make the best result that I can deliver, and then that gets paid off. So instead of doing a lot of money with that single patient, I'd rather do three different patients on which I do three different syringes and have three happy, normal, and attractive looking patients that one that I charge three times and they look like a monster.
0: And it may, Right. It makes you look better when the patients look better. Okay. No. So let's shift the conversation a little okay. bit. So I, I think our audience understands now very clearly that, you know, in any business, lawyers, doctors, accountants, wh- whoever you go to, you have people that care about the client and you have people that just care about making money. And it sounds very clear <laughs> to me that you're one of the few that, that really cares about your clients. Let's talk a little bit more about the technologies that are coming up. We've had uh, Dr. Bauman, who's a leading hair transplant surgeon, he's done celebrities and uh, all types of famous people, politicians all, all over the world. Uh, There's some new technologies out there in your industry that are, that are going to be game changers and that are game changers. Can you talk to uh, what technologies you're using now that, and, and what's going to be there in the future that you think is going to change the face of your business and your practice?
1: I mean, one of the, if we talk about technologies as a device that you use in, in procedures, there is the procedure called face tight or neck tight, It's a tightening procedure that you apply in the lower part of the face of the neck to shrink the skin. And that is becoming very popular and very trendy. Why? Because when especially I do this procedure along with a chin liposuction, I call it extended chin liposuction. When people have double chin and they want to have a snatch look, it's not just removing the fat, it's making sure that the skin in the lower part of the face kind of contracts and gives you a kind of in the 20s look. And when you are in the late 30s or in the 40s, unfortunately because of the aging of the skin, you're not going to have that result without technology. So that's in, that's one of the most kind of trendy technology procedures that are coming into um, the market. Another thing is that there are a lot of surgeries that have been in the market, but they were not well known or they have been resurfacing with a different name. Uh, one of the examples is a surgery that I do commonly called the fat removal. It's a surgery that before this past December, nobody knew except people in Hollywood, celebrities or movie stars, and uh, it was kind of a secret. Anybody that went into the into the um, business of acting or uh, being as a singer, they knew because the promoters, the managers, they told you, look, you have chubby chicks, you need to do it. And that's why there was a striking difference between people on TV or in the stage and versus the people on the street. But now, because of the social media, that book term, book of removal became really trendy. And now people realize that Yes, uh, you can look as a celebrity without being a celebrity with this procedure. So, as I mentioned before, this is something that has been, is a new trending technology for surgery, but has been in the market forever, but it was not known before, uh, until now.
0: And this is a procedure that takes the fat out of your cheeks? Is, that, is yeah. that what it is?
1: Yeah, it removes the fat of your cheeks and it gives you a kind of chisel look. A lot of patients ask me, oh, I want to look like Bella Hadid, or I want to look like the new version of uh, Lady Gaga. And, that, and I tell them, look at that! Is because you remove the fat of your lower part of the face. It's called the bucal fat pad with the procedure, and then you look like a celebrity.
0: All right. So let's 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 fast forward even more. I know you're the expert in that particular kind of surgery, and I know people come to you from all over the world for for your service. Let's move forward 50 years, 100 years into the future. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be able to solve aging aesthetically? Meaning, is a 75-year-old woman or a 60-year-old woman going to be able to actually look 30 years younger, 40 years younger? Or uh, a man who's who's 80 going to be able to look like he's in his 40s? Is that that you've seen i know you watch all the current technology you read all the medical journals you're constantly updating your practice uh, as being one of the most well-reputed doctors in your areas uh and you you represent new york miami and new jersey um is it is that going to be
1: possible in the future with ai with all the stuff that's coming up i do think that that is going to be possible but it's not going to be possible with only one single procedure it's going to be A combination of multiple procedures. Why? Because in order to look youthful, you need to address all the structures of the face that are aging. And what are all those structures? It's the skin, the fat underneath the skin. There is a layer of muscle underneath. There is another deeper layer of fat. And there is the bone structure. So all those structures, or hard, and uh, bony and soft tissues, changes with ages. Uh, So the technology is going to get there to give you that youthful look. And as an example, talking about going, linking this with the first uh, question that you asked me about the botched appearance, look at Madonna's recent result. Everybody says, oh, Madonna is botched because she looks abnormal and all this stuff. He said, no. People say that she is botched because she looks completely different to the Madonna that she used to be in the 20s. But when you analyze her, as, as if you don't if you believe, you think, She's not Madonna, she's somebody else's. And when you say, look at this Madonna now that I think she's 64 or 65, she looks amazing. She looks very youthful, she looks very natural. She, Her cosmetic surgery results are amazing. She has, has everything, she has had everything. Facelift, a brow lift, a Botox injections. but she looks really good. But that problem when compared with the previous one, she looks botched because it's not the same person. But when you look at, at herself compared with anybody in her age bracket, she looks amazing. And that's another thing when we talk about the surgeries and some people chooses not to look youthful the way that they used to look in the 20s. They sometimes changes. Like for example, when women want breast augmentation, when they were in the 20s, they had no breasts and now in the 40s, they want breasts. I mean, They don't want to be looking like in the 20s. So it's a balance. But you see, the important is to have a natural, youthful result. And I think with the technologies, yes, we are going to be able to get that for men and women.
0: Amazing. Amazing. So thank you so much for being on the show, Dr. Mesa. Guys, if you want to learn more about Dr. Mesa or his work, or if you have questions about Plastic surgery or cosmetic surgery. Um, he is one of the foremost experts. Uh, you can reach out to his office, doctor. How do people get a hold of you and find you?
1: Very. Well, uh, the most two most common sources of uh, finding me is either my website is doctor mesa m e s a it means table in Spanish DrMesa.com, or two in my Instagram is doctor spelled out dot mesa my last name with the number two at the end and then they they can reach me out there too.
0: Okay, you guys can catch them on drmesa.com, just like it sounds, and we'll include the link to the show notes. Uh, doctor, do you have any parting words for our audience or people looking to uh, learn more about what you do, or any advice for people in general looking to do cosmetic surgery?
1: Yes, uh, it's something that is very important. You specialize on the face, so the face is very important. You, when choosing a plastic surgeon, you shouldn't base your decision only in price, because there are multiple variables. Price is one of the issues, but the most important is like a safety and result. You need to have a combination of those levels that give you the best result for what you're looking for. But if you're exclusively looking for price, aka like a chip surgery, very likely you're not going to get a good result.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk about that, too, because uh, hopefully we'll be able to get you back on the show and talk to you about uh, tourism, medical tourism, and that type of thing. But I say that all the time. And I tell people, my friend Ken Rutowski, who uh, was one of the guys who invented the podcast and a big business leader, he always, he always uses this quote. He says, a professional is expensive, but an amateur costs a fortune.
1: I like that. I'm going to study that with my patients.
0: <laughs> and I think it's really true, especially when you're doing stuff on your face and your body, right? You get one shot you get one shot. So you want to go to the best and um, that's where Dr. Mesa comes in. So Dr. Mesa, thank you for being on the show. All right. So here's the thing. We try to get a little bit better every day, but we can't do it without you. So if you like the video, make sure to like and subscribe below. And if you have any comments, just leave them in the space under.